You're listening to The Outfield with Eddie Robinson on Sirius XM OutCue. Not too long after the Australian rugby player Keegan Hurst made his announcement of coming out, just days later, you announced publicly that you had been struggling with coming to terms with telling close friends and teammates, Sam, why now? Why, why do this now? It's, it's, it's a hard question, really, and it's one I've been asked quite a lot over the last couple of weeks. Um, it's just one of those where, not really that I felt I was ready, because I don't know if you ever really know if you're ready or not. It was just mm-hmm. something I just had to deal with my own, with myself and accept who I was, this is who I was, and it wasn't going to change, and it wasn't just the phases uh, people think and people say that it is. It's one of those where, you know, I saw the, I don't know if you've come across a guy called Gareth Thomas, who is a rugby player who's played for Wales and the British and Irish Lions, who was the first ever rugby player to come out uh, publicly. And, you know, he'd achieved everything in rugby. He'd made it to the pinnacle of his career in being a Lion. And, you know, I felt, geez, maybe that, is that going to uh, have to be what I achieve to be able to be myself and be a rugby player? It wasn't, I wasn't sure if I could be that, um, being like a nobody, if you know what I mean. So I think being, being, and being a youngster, I kept telling myself that and I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it. But you know, I just looked for advice off different people and finally just came to, came to terms with it. I thought, you know, this is why I'm not going to change. And I'm just going to like let people know. And if they can't deal with it, then so be it. But I, obviously, I've, now I've found that there's so much support out there. I'm just uh, you know gutted that I didn't come come to terms with it earlier. And if, if uh, allow me to say that you know here I am. Um, yeah. I played rugby with uh, the New York team, uh, Gotham Knights, uh, Intramural right. Recreational Rugby League, Gotham Knights. I, I think you're familiar with Gotham. Um, and you spoke to news outlets over there about how you were on a motorway in Essex standing on a bridge four or five years ago thinking of suicide, a thought that resonated with myself because, you know, here you are, you know, in your early 20s, inspiring someone here in my early 40s with that story because I had I, I thought about doing the exact same thing. Back uh, like seven, six, seven, eight years ago, the same thing at an overpass along the Brooklyn Queens Expressway in in Brooklyn of doing the exact same thing of just jumping off. Yeah. Has has rugby been sort of like a a saving grace for you? Have playing the sport in and of itself and coming out while active has that like really helped you like move forward with this decision? Because for me, with playing for Gotham, playing for Gotham actually helped me come out of the closet because I saw like-minded men playing and having this hardcore team-oriented sport that I had never played before in my entire life and joining Gotham and joining Gotham Knights actually helped me come out of the closet with my parents. Do you actually see the sport of rugby? How does the sport of rugby in and of itself help you move forward? First, I'm sorry to hear that you also went through that, Eddie. It's, um, oh yeah. I guess yeah. You can see how tough it can can get. I think. Yeah. I, I guess I feared. I feared being out in rugby. Uh, that was one thing that I I couldn't really deal with. And yeah, I, since since I was young and I played rugby since I was four years old, so for for quite some time. And it's something I always wanted to do. And 
as you grow up, you obviously discover yourself more, and I realised that I was a lot different to my friends and what was seen as the norm. And I just felt I had to isolate myself, and I felt outcasted because I was different, and I thought it was wrong because, and that in itself, I couldn't tell anybody about it. So, no, absolutely nobody knew about this, and I felt you know the only way I could stop having this feeling is to just. I guess, as you say, like, commit suicide. And, you know, seeing the reaction and everything, now I I regret even, like, doing that. It was something, a ridiculous thing that that I would have, that if I had done it. But at the same time, there are a lot of other people that actually do take that leap. Um, I think with rugby, it wasn't necessarily that rugby, it, rugby was the reason that I did come out. I think it was the support of one, my other half, uh, my family mm. because obviously they were the first people to know and then I think I just guess like uh, Gareth Thomas was a huge inspiration for me because seeing him being a professional rugby player and the reaction that he received was very encouraging but you know that was good five six years ago now in 2009 I think he did that and I think there was an expectation that a load more rugby players would come out but uh, from my perspective I was still young and an up-and-coming rugby player and I didn't feel that I could do that. It was something that I had to I had to achieve greatness as such to be able to be myself uh, and live openly. But yeah. I, I can't even, like, I can't say what it was that made me do it. It was just I accepted myself, got my head right in the, in the right place, had the support of obviously my family, which is one thing I guess you do need. And then I had advice off a guy called Ben Cohen, who was a World Cup winner in 2003. I, I seeked him out through a guy over in America, actually, a guy called Sid Ziegler, who organizes with Outsports.com. Uh, and he, he put me in touch with Ben Cohen. And from that, I met him and got a load of advice off him and of how it would be because uh, he's a obviously he's he's been there he's been in the, rug, the sort of rugby environment see how people are and I guess he he encouraged me to you know try maybe come out but this was like last year and I, I still wasn't sure I still wasn't um, didn't know how the my teammates were going to react and I still had all these negative thoughts that are oh, they're going to hate me and I'm not going to be accepted I'd isolate myself I'd never socialise with my uh, teammates. And, you know, I was just getting sick of that. And having my parents in that know, I just felt, I can, you know, I can do this. Maybe maybe I can do it and be the inspiration that someone needs because I was looking for someone up and coming to do it. And I was thinking maybe maybe someone else is also in my shoes thinking the same thing and waiting for someone to do it. And right. I guess I just finally decided to take the leap. But, you know, I wouldn't say rugby in itself at the time was my reason for doing it. But, you know, seeing the reaction of, Rugby fans, all my teammates, past and present. It's ext- I've now found it extremely encouraging, and you realise that the rugby rugby world is a lot more open-minded than a lot of gay men, gay men would ex- um, expect. And you would have never imagined. I wouldn't have never imagined any of this no. because of the intensity of rugby and how you know yeah. masculine and machismo um, exactly. the actual sport is. 
Um, folks, we're talking with the first English rugby union player to publicly announce that he's gay. His name is Sam Stanley at 866-305-6887, the outfield. You were born in New Zealand, Sam, and you're also the nephew of former all-black legend Joe Stanley. I mean, you come from a family of athletes, a family of champions. Uh, your member, I mean, did your family members react positively towards you coming out? I mean, how did how did they really react, positively or negatively? Eddie, first, I was actually uh, I was actually born in England. Uh, my brother oh. was both born in New Zealand, but yeah, my my dad met my mum's English, and my dad came over here. Uh, okay. He met he met him and my mum met over in New Zealand because my mum was brought up over in New Zealand. Got it. You know the re- the reaction just to get, just to correct that and clear that up, but the reaction has been extremely positive, especially from wow. my extent my extended family. Uh, so so my uncle that played for the All Blacks, he's over here in England in a week or two for the Rugby World Cup, which is coming up uh, starts next week actually and you know he's coming over here he's more than happy to meet my partner as well so that's very encouraging and he he actually gave me a phone call when all of this went public when it all came out he gave me a phone call just to reassure me that you know it it doesn't matter at all it's 100% accepted and you know hearing that from my uncle was extremely encouraging and he is making sure I knew that I had the support of all the family back home in New Zealand and just making sure I can just be myself, focus on my rugby now and just know that yeah. I'm accepted in my family and that means means the absolute world to me and I, I couldn't have wished for a better reaction, not just from my family, but again, like my teammates, the public. It's been a crazy couple of weeks for me. Well, let's get into that crazy couple. Let's get into that crazy couple of weeks because you are sure. still an active professional rugby player. Now, here That's in right. the states, there are yeah. NFL players. There are NFL players here in the states who are they. They reportedly they want to come out, but they're afraid of the media. They're afraid uh, of the intensity of the questions and dealing with yeah. all of that. And then when they do decide to come out, they're afraid of being labeled this activist labeled this, you know, yeah. this hardcore role model when they just want to play the sport that they love. How have yeah. you been dealing with the media out there being gay? How have you been dealing yeah. with the media and perhaps dealing with the notion of being a role model? Yeah. Uh, I think it's something I didn't, I guess you only know and when it actually does happen. I didn't really know how big this was going to be. I didn't, didn't know it would uh, kick off this and be like this, and I didn't expect to be a huge role model. But the messages I've received of you're such an inspiration, you're such a role, my, my role model now from like, youngsters coming up, and it's just this incredible feeling that I get inside like from seeing how I, myself, like being their inspiration when I was just, a, just what, four or five months ago, not out to any of my teammates or anything, and I was in such a bad place, like not knowing if I could ever <laughs> tell anybody. And now, now me being the person giving them advice and them looking for it, mm-hmm. it's, it's it is very strange being on this side. In terms of with the media, I got onto my agent now because I guess I was naive and didn't know what to expect. But everyone obviously getting in touch, and I, th- I feel like I'm dealing with it okay. I, I'm happy yeah. to be that role model because. There wasn't as much as, you know, for me, there was Gareth Thomas and I think Keegan Hurst, also the rugby league player over here who came out, gave me a lot of inspiration. 
and seeing the reaction of the public um, towards him was encouraging, and that also helped me. And I felt, you know, maybe I could, maybe I could do that. Maybe I could like be an inspiration for people, youngsters up and coming, who maybe haven't achieved as much and feel that they wouldn't be able to achieve anything if they came out as gay because they're because of the fear of not knowing what other how other people react. So maybe by them seeing how the public have reacted towards my coming out will encourage them to be themselves so they can solely focus on their own on their sport you know that's that is one one reason because obviously the first couple of days after this all the news came out i was getting a load of phone calls personally to me and you know trying to deal with that whilst playing and trying to train was was kind of getting on top of me it was obviously my priority is being a rugby player and that's what I obviously what I want to do and I feel I want to achieve a lot more within the game so mm-hmm. having my agent um does help in terms of that yeah and he's doing a fantastic job sounds like you're creating a fantastic balance as well your next Trying game to. the I mean, the next match you know what's going to happen you're with the England sevens what what happens next what's going on with your team yeah so at the minute I'm actually back in the 15 15 aside so if you if you do or do do or do not know rugby, there's a shorter form of the game which is sevens, and I represented England over the last year and a half. But um, at the minute, I'm playing 15 aside for um, a championship team in England called Ealing Trailfinders, and also having a few games for Rosden Park because I've been out 15 aside for a while. I need to get as much game time as I can, which is something I need to do to try and get back to the top of rugby. In the 15 or side game, and we're, I'm now playing week in, week out, so it's a tough, it'll be a tough season, but one I'm really looking forward to. Well, Sam, we will continuously be looking out for you and much, much respect and huge love for the folks out here in the States for doing such a courageous move for you doing this. Thank you so much for thanks, spending Eddie. time, and, and thanks to especially your media team for saying, look, Sam is open and and ready to do this. We're so grateful that you have accepted our invitation to come on this show and hey, no really speak your voice about about how an, an important decision this was for you to do this and hopefully it will inspire a lot of players here in the states, here in the states to do the exact same thing. Yeah, no, thanks Eddie. I appreciate that and I know of um I guess a high-profile guy over there was Michael Sam, who came out as an NFL player, wasn't he? And yeah. seeing that also in, in, inspired me. Wow! But yeah, and there I've I've read and read loads, obviously, to see other sports people coming out over there, over here, just to try and see how and look at the reaction of people. And you know, as much as you see all the positive, there are always going to be negatives, and that also maybe puts fear in 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 my mind. But it was something I think. I was happy to do, and now obviously seeing the reaction of the public and the messages I've received, it's totally made it worthwhile, and I'm very glad I finally made that decision to be myself. I can now focus on my rugby and happily walk down the street with my partner without trying to tiptoe around and avoid anybody that knows me just because I didn't want them to know about me, you know, and I feared that, and now... That's all. It's just a huge weight off my shoulders now. And I can just be myself wherever I go. And you're noticing that it's not all that bad. Is that right, exactly. Sam? Exactly. From 
from an advice standpoint to others, it's not all that bad. Thank you, really, really, truly, thank you so much, Sam, for, for sharing your narrative. I'm curious to find out, have you been following Jared Hain, that former Australian rugby player that's now here in the States in the NFL? Of course, of course. I've, there's a lot of, been a lot of talk over here about, about Jared Hain and his move to NFL, and he, he is, he's, he's been well-known for a good couple of years now through his talent and stuff that he does in rugby league, and seeing a rugby player go into the NFL is is awesome. It's something I guess rugby players would love to be able to do, and he's, you know, he's doing it, and and that's great, great to see. And before I let you go, that's what I'm wondering about. Do do they think the NFL is boring? Do you guys think like ruggers overseas? Do you guys think the NFL is boring and that it just doesn't compare to the intensity of rugby? I mean, how are ruggers overseas characterizing American football? Uh, you know, I mean, people. A lot of people like American football. There's a lot of rugby players that like basketball and stuff. But you always hear like these people say, um, the difference between rugby and football is all uh, rugby and NFL. Sorry, is just like the pads and the collisions and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and rugby players don't have that. But you know, I've watched NFL for years, and wow, it would be a game I'd love to to try and play. And the the collisions are huge. So <laughs> I don't know the difference. I mean, I know a lot of rugby players might find a bit it's a bit stop start, but you know, that it's, it's a game for anyone, isn't it? Like people like huge guys on the front line there. You've got your yeah. wide receivers and your hot, the running back. So, yeah, I think overall rugby players would love to be NFL players, but maybe find it a tad slow. Yeah, there you go. Sam, you're the best. Thank you, sir. Wrong, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, no well, hey, I mean, w- w- would, you, would, you, would you play for the NFL if they asked it's, yeah, 100%. But, man, I see the oh. time over there. It's, um, you know, it's, it's right up there. So, And what they what they can do is unbelievable. But if that, if that opportunity ever came up, of course, yeah. I think it. But <laughs> you never know. That's interesting. <laughs> well, you you could possibly also be on the in the top ten of the charts here. You've got a fantastic voice. I was listening to you on YouTube. Great voice. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> you got it. Cheers, Thank you, Sam, it. for coming on the show. Talk to you later. No worries. Take care. Cheers, Eddie. All right. Bye. Okay. Cheers. Don't miss the, the outfield. outfield. Sundays, 11 a.m. East, 8 West on Sirius XM LQ.